0: Welcome to week five of Your Town Crime. This week we travel to Redding, California. We talk about a bridge that can tell time. My alter ego, Rick, makes an appearance. And Shannon dives into a famous case. Hey Shannon. Hey Jason. Welcome back. <laughs> <not> here. <laughs> We're really enthusiastic. We're ready for this week's podcast. Yes. Your town crime. <laughs> I've got my radio voice today. I'm, I might have something special for you all coming up a little bit later. We'll see. <laughs> I can't get out of the voice now, Shannon. We're already started. I practiced a, a little help, help something us. earlier, and now I'm now I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm trying to get out of back to my normal voice. Now, I don't know which is better. You might like it. Y'all might request this later. We call that, that Rick. Yeah, I got my. I turn into Rick. Uh, so y'all might get to meet Rick later. <clears throat> All right. So this week we're talking about Redding, California.
1: So much interesting yeah. stuff we found.
0: I know last week we talked a little bit. We kind of looked through, and of course, I knew about the i five killer. I don't know what Shannon found this week. Uh, we talked about other ser- serial serial killers and the uh, everything that was going on in the seventies and eighties and in California. Crazy things going on. Uh, you've also got a lot of miners back in the day. The like 49ers were around this area. We'll talk about that. So I'm sure there's. I know there's a lot of history. So we'll have to wait and see what Shannon thinks. We found. better
1: have our fact straight Yeah. <laughs> my husband is going to fact check yeah. us. <laughs>
0: we've we've realized that we need some fact checkers. We've uh <laughs> we've edited some things out. <laughs> We're talking about um uh, I'll just uh talk about we we talked about Pat Riley uh last week being from Rome and uh talked about some uh, statistics of some teams and Shannon was very confident <laughs> And she was so confident that she changed my mind, <laughs> and I agreed with her, and both of us ended up wrong. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, we uh, we've got to have some fact fact checkers. <laughs> We're gonna let our, our spouses listen to this stuff every week and and tell us how dumb we are.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah,
0: but if you, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. So <laughs> we'll try to do better this week. Um, you know, I must that was you know I'm a sports fan. I remember Pat Riley, and I was. That's probably the last time I watched the NBA (laughs) was back when he was coaching actively with the – man, so, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, so I was watching Bird and Jordan and Magic and all those guys. So I I haven't watched NBA basketball in a decade or more. Really? Really.
1: Whoa, Jason.
0: Really. Maybe I caught part of a game somewhere. That's about it. I mean, I really – I have not sat down and watched a game. Yeah. Yeah, so. So
1: it wasn't – so I, I was confident. And you it were was
0: confident, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why I was like – and, you know, I knew that they'd been beat. I knew the Heat had been beat and didn't win every time they made it. But they did win a Two few with LeBron.
1: Two championships.
0: Two. <laughs> Shannon said none. No, they didn't. They got beat. And I was like, yeah, you're right. They did. <laughs> just just that quick, we, we lost all of our credibility. All right. So don't hold us in any sports statistics um, unless we – we leave them in there. We'll try to get rid of them if we're not. But anyway, if we let us yeah.
1: know if we get it wrong, yeah, we won't well, take I'm it personal. Sure
0: alright <laughs> so this is our fifth podcast, right? This is fifth, fifth number episode? five, number five, Redding, California. Have you ever been there? No, no, mm-hmm. but you have been to California. Yes. Oh we yeah, have. you've got a cool story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, movie star. Gosh. <laughs> I want to make you tell it just a little bit. So who did, embarrassing. Who did you meet in California?
1: <laughs> Patrick Dempsey
0: yeah yeah how did you meet him
1: okay so i work for an eye doctor and there was a one of our brands silhouette is a eyeglass company and they put out a campaign for people to send in their pictures and they would fly them out to california and the face of their brand was patrick dempsey nice. so when hey you, hang on okay
0: Have silhouette mm-hmm. hey is that a silhouette if you're listening Oh, Sponsorship right there. You can fly me out to meet Patrick Dempsey. Yes.
1: So, it was really cool. They flew us out, um, met us at the airport, a guy with a tuxedo, had the whole name on the poster waiting for us. Wow. Ryan looks so cool. (laughs) (laughs) He was in shock. He definitely thought it was a scam, and we were going to get out there, and no one was going to pick us up, Uh, but we got to do a photo shoot with Patrick Dempsey in Malibu. So that was really cool. And we saw Adam Sandler at Shutters, the hotel we stayed at. He was down there. Mm -hmm. We caught a glimpse. Didn't want to bother him.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure he was, I don't know, talking to some (laughs) swans or penguins or something.
1: (laughs) He looked chill.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he looks chill most of the time. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: didn't see, but he was probably wearing sandals. I could just see that in my head. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Probably dresses exactly like he would at home. Yes. He totally. just seems like that kind of guy that's yeah. just relaxed everywhere he goes. Yes. He should be. Yeah.
1: yeah. Who right. wants to dress up all the time? Yeah. Not He's me.
0: successful. He shouldn't care what anybody thinks. Yes. Right. <laughs> anyway, this is right. Up. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, yeah, I don't know where <laughs> anyway, we're Anyway,
1: so I have been to California. Have right. you?
0: I have. I've driven through Reading on I-5. I don't think, I don't think we stopped there. Just thinking about the timing. I remember seeing Mount Shasta uh, taking pictures of that as we drove. But I don't think we stopped.
1: Okay. Were um, you with Brad and them? No, no. Okay. It wasn't,
0: no, It was another trip. It was David. uh He uh, A friend of mine had worked in Washington State, and I met him. And I flew into Portland. He picked me up at the airport, and we drove back mm. home. We drove down through California and then back across 40 back home. So it was a big trip. Whoa. Yeah, so we went from Portland to, oh, somewhere close to Sacramento the first day. So it was a pretty good drive. So mm-hmm. we didn't stop. We stopped Nate in Oregon. Um, I could look up the town, but excuse me. I, I know we went by Mount Shasta and I remembered that it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snow capped. I don't know if it's year round, but it the most, it has to be year round. Cause we were there. It's probably would have been August into July, August. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, year round there. Uh, it, was, it was beautiful. Northern California is beautiful. And I want to go back I'd like to go back. Mm -hmm. We would love Uh, to go back. Yeah. I've got some friends, you know, I want to, I want to drive up the coast from, I guess SoCal all the way up to Mm -hmm. (laughs) NoCal and keep going past (laughs) NoCal to uh, (laughs) Oregon and on up into Washington. I think that'd be a cool drive. That would be cool. So, uh, it is beautiful out there. Like I said, I've got some friends out that way that I'd like to go and see. I think I mentioned them last week. Uh, But it is beautiful. Go, if you haven't been to Redding Redding or up I-5 or anywhere out there, go. Uh, There's lots lots of different things to see. Let me start out with some facts about Redding, California. Like we've talked about, it's in NoCal, Northern California. I I know y'all say SoCal, and I'm pretty sure you say NoCal anyway, (laughs) but we're going to say it because we want to be cool like you guys out in California. (laughs) (laughs) Even if we're not, you know we're not. So you Wait, don't think, what? What speak for yourself? Okay. All right. <laughs> Shannon's cool. I'm not she's been out there. She's been hanging out in California <laughs> in SoCal with Patrick Dempsey.
1: So one time.
0: One time. Well, it's more than most people. McDreamy. Yeah, he was
1: nice.
0: Yeah. Did you get to race or see his car? Sorry, going back to Patrick Dempsey. He
1: did bring his race car. There. And so he did his like photo shoot with the race car. And the guy who took the photos, his name was Peter Lindbergh, and he shot a lot of the Victoria's Secret models, Um, and then, who's the girl, we're gonna edit this out, (laughs) (laughs) the one with the mole. Who, Cindy, Crawford. Cindy Crawford? He shot her a lot in the '90s. Like okay. he was a big '90s photographer. He was really really nice. I've he's from German Germany, and probably he was, seen some of his pictures. Yes, you <laughs> have. He had a. He's very famous in the photography world. Anyway. Cindy
0: Crawford in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably. And seen Naomi
1: Campbell. He did her. Quite a few others too. So anyway, he was awesome. I feel like I was more interested in listening to him talk nah. and direct stuff. Instead of Patrick Dempsey, but anyway. well, did
0: he look the Patrick Dempsey? Or did he look like perfect? Oh, that's just what I pictured. Like, just like you go out there and the movie stars are just like the hair's perfect, skin. You're just like, what in the world? How are these people this much different than us normal people?
1: Photoshop.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> okay, all right.
1: I mean, he just looked like a normal, normal person. Guy, okay. yeah. I, just I was wondered, nervous, you know? and then I saw him, and I was not a knock to Patrick Dempsey. But when I saw him, I was kind of like. Okay, I don't need to be like super nervous. Yeah, he's it's a normal just a guy. guy. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah. I've never
0: met anybody that famous. Yeah. So, He you was fun. That's known as McDreamy. You know, he's McDreamy. I just thought mm-hmm. he would be Dreamy. Yeah, I don't like. Perfect know if you,
1: hair. If you saw, you've seen Ryan, so it's hard to <laughs> top. <laughs> Ryan is hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me. And <laughs> maybe me too.
0: Ryan, you're a good-looking man. I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. so that's that's cool okay enough about Patrick Dempsey this is not a podcast about him this podcast is about Redding California it's right on the I-5 like I said it's just south of Mount Shasta I already talked about that beautiful mountain lots of mountains around that area but that one stands out in my memory it was incorporated in, on October 4th 1887 and I'll talk a little bit more of that about that in just a second part of that history Uh, The population right now is around ninety thousand, give or take a couple thousand, uh, depending on what year you look at. Um, The first known, the first people that lived in this area were, of course, the Native Americans. It's the Wintu tribe, and they had about two hundred thirty-nine villages in the Shasta County area. (laughs) Did you hear that one? (laughs) No. oh man <laughs> i just ate taco bell too oh, i had Lord. two mexican pizzas because we're not gonna be able to eat mexican pizzas oh, yeah. much longer I thought of, I so I, was about like, that. I gotta go get some mexican pizzas <laughs> and emily said how many two please <laughs> and i'm probably gonna eat the rest the rest of my sons here in a minute too <laughs> so two mexican pizzas <laughs> so excuse me if uh, we have to take a few if you, if you hear a few pauses um but anyway, I love the Mexican pizza. And Taco, Taco Bell's taking it away. That's what we're talking about. I know. It's That's probably, A
1: lot of people are upset about this. Yeah,
0: I'm very upset. Why? <laughs> I've never had the Mexican pizza. That's the pizza. only thing I get. Really? That's it. I'll order a Mexican pizza and two Cheesy Roll-Ups to eat before I get home because hmm. I'm, I'm sad. Jason. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, for real, I'm like I, I cannot wait till I get home. That's just the thing I do, and I think it's I've done that.
1: Five o'clock. I gotta go to Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not talking. No, I don't. No, when I order, when I I don't go to Taco Bell much, but when I do,
1: okay. When
0: I do, I always order a Mexican pizza and two okay. cheesy roll ups. Okay. And I'll eat the two cheesy roll cheesy roll ups on the way home. Okay. And then when I get home, I'll eat the Mexican pizza. Uh, I don't wait for the cheesy roll ups. <laughs> they're always just scarfed down. There's not much to them. I don't know why yeah. I did. It. I used to get the Mexi melt, and I think they got rid of it too. So okay, I get a. So they're getting rid of everything I like. There's no reason for me to go back Taco Bell if you're listening. <laughs> you lost what? the customer.
1: Nacho Bell grandes are awesome. Nah. They're good. <laughs> no, <laughs> just shut down.
0: <laughs> I was gone. I'm done.
1: <laughs> I think Ryan gets the gordita crunch, and he likes it. Yeah,
0: I got it. I tried it because I was like, you not like it. it. I've eaten a lot of Taco Bell lately for some reason. And I was I didn't I didn't like it I don't <laughs> like the lettuce at Taco Bell.
1: Well, I don't think there's any lettuce in that. Is there not? I don't think so.
0: I don't know what it is with <laughs> fast food lettuce, <laughs> but it, it overpowers like everything you eat.
1: Oh well, I mean,
0: like Sonic <laughs> Sonic burgers with with a uh, lettuce it tastes like lettuce. It's so strong. I don't know. I know that's what the entire burger, (laughs) it overpowers the entire burger. I go for the burger and I feel like I'm eating lettuce. Because that's the only thing I can, that I'm noticing. (laughs) My palate is, is just getting all the lettuce and no burger. So, all right, random.
1: How many trails are we going to go down tonight? I don't know, we're going to be
0: going down a few trails. All right, back, back to, uh, to Redding. Okay, so the first where was I at? All right, so
1: how did I, I get like, how did I get from
0: two two hundred thirty nine villages in Shasta County to Taco Bell?
1: I have no idea. Oh, the Native Americans? I don't know. You were talking about the Native Americans. I'm not really sure how I you have got no there. idea how I did
0: that. I'm gonna, that's gonna be fun to look back and see how I got to Taco Bell. The Wintu tribe, two hundred thirty nine. No idea. I don't even Wow.
1: Oh, oh, I burped. burped. <laughs> I
0: burped. There we go. That's it. All right. Why
1: am I so giggly?
0: I'm tired. All right. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to go back with that. I don't know. We might we might try to leave <laughs> some of that taco bed because it's hilarious. Maybe. It might, be, it might not <laughs> be funny at all. All right. Okay, so the Native Americans, the Wintu tribe, 239 villages in the Shasta County area. Uh, the first people who were not Native Americans to in this area probably showed up in 1815 and were probably Russian trappers. Okay. That's what they think. It's probably just people passing through, um, the Europeans, uh, came in in about 1844. I'm sure there was other people that, that came in during that time before that. Um, the first Europeans to California were in 1542. But uh, they were down in, uh, the, uh, San Diego Bay area, I believe. Hmm. Um, so didn't get this far inland until later. All right, so the first European settlement was 1844, and it was started by Pearson B. Reading. Not Reading, but Reading. He arrived in 1843, and he died in 1868. And after, uh, let's see, in 1868, Benjamin Bernard Reading bought property on behalf of the Central Park Central Pacific Railroad. Uh, he brought... He bought that land, and they named the town Reading. But in 1874, there was a dispute over the name, and some of the people wanted to call it Reading after Pearson Reading, who was there in 1844. Mm-hmm. And um, they went back and forth for a while, uh, for a, f- a few years, but they, they finally settled on Reading Because uh, he died, it, it all happened at the same time. Reading died in 1868. Reading brought property in 1868. So, they, you know, it was becoming a town in 1868. So they had this talk. 1874, they went back to Reading. So kind of interesting, mm-hmm. Reading, Reading, and I'm sure they get called Reading, Reading. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure there's a mix up there. There was a gold rush there. Uh, 1849 was the gold rush. The Forty ers you've heard of them. They found gold. Um, they found gold in this area called Poverty Flats, and that's when Pearson Reading came in to settle that. It was in 1843, 1844 and where Poverty poverty Flats was became uh, this area. That's where he bought his land. Or bought, yeah, it was in Poverty Flats. All right, so the railroad put in a railroad up to this area. It was the Terminus, it's where it stopped uh, because of the gold. Gold mining was was the big uh, business in in Redding for for a long time and then copper and iron extrusion uh, became, uh, extraction became more popular. They started doing all that kind of mining And the lumber industry got big also, um, but all that stuff crashed. Um, Stuff that's helped now, the I-5 interstate that was built in the 60s and the 70s. Y'all might call it an expressway out there. I don't know. Y'all just call it the Mm I-5, I'm pretty sure. Uh, They also built the Shasta Dam in 1945. They finished in 1945, so there's a Shasta Lake there now, the Shasta Dam. They built some other dams around there. Uh, So there's a lot of stuff to do now. You can do. There's a lot of tourism there now because you've got the Sha Lake, Lake Shasta, the Shasta Dam. You've got uh, Mount Shasta. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff with Shasta. You got mountains everywhere. It's nor- northern California. And Redding's a pretty big town, so it's a good place to stop mm-hmm. and stay. Uh, recently, they've had uh, some fires. Uh, right now, as we speak, uh, there's there's right outside of Redding, just south, southeast, and southwest. There's two fires. The uh, August Complex and the North Complex fire, which are burning over a million acres right now, have burned uh, in this fire from where we're talking. We're talking uh, right now.
1: Now, is this from the gender reveal I don't party? know if either
0: one of those was from the gender reveal, but I know that there is a fire burning in California from a gender reveal mm-hmm. that went wrong, horribly wrong. Okay.
1: I think I read somewhere, don't fact or fact check me, but I think I read somewhere the couple... That did the gender reveal is gonna have to pay yeah money for like ninety two years or something yeah
0: that they might have to pay, pay restitution
1: the, yeah. fees and right. um that's insane
0: yeah so it's a it's it's a bad bad thing I hope by the time y'all hear this that the fires are out and everyone's safe and everything's back to normal uh, as normal as we can get for two thousand twenty.
1: There's been a lot of fires.
0: Been a lot of fires. Yeah, I looked at the fire map. Uh, before this afternoon mm-hmm. and it was it was bad and there's the, the big there's some big ones up around up around reading nice. right now so hope you guys stayed safe and uh, made it through it and i hope it's over by the time you hear this some cool things in reading you can go to visit uh, to get a list of cool things to do uh, in reading and some uh, descriptions of all that uh, they've got a sundial bridge it's really cool it's a it's a it was designed by Santiago Calatrava. <laughs> Santiago Calatrava. All right. or something close to that. It has a glass deck. Uh, it's cable, cable stayed, cantilever suspension bridge. Uh, they mm. put that in there that it was all that stuff. Mm. A cable stayed, cantilever suspension bridge. So I thought I would pass that along to you in case you're an architect and you think that it's cool and you know what that means. Yeah. All right, when you say
1: cable bridge, I'm saying no. <laughs> it's
0: not. No, it looks safe. I mean, it does looks. It? It's not like a scary bridge. It, it looks more like the um, the Golden Gate Bridge, kinda like that kind of cable. Not, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a. <clears throat> yes, you need to spot, You need to look up. Look at a picture of it. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, it's really neat. Uh, and it does tell time. You can tell time by the sundial. It's 217 foot tall and 17 excuse me, 710 foot across. But the bridge, it opened up in Ju- on July 4th, 2004. So definitely check that out. It's near downtown. Uh, you have the Shasta Dam, which I talked about, and Lake Shasta. And there's a lot of neat things to do there. Uh, they've got castle crags. There's uh, 6,000 foot glacier crags uh, that are there. They look pretty cool. Um, there's Lake Shasta Caverns, National Nature Landmark. You can go into the caverns and take a take a boat ride across the lake to get Mm -hmm. there or it's part of the tour anyway um there's Lassen Volcanic National Park Turtle Bay Exploration Park and Museum looks like fun for the whole family Mm -hmm. that looked really neat if you've got kids or if you want to just take a little walk along the uh, Sacramento River Trail you can go to the Turtle Bay uh, Park and Museum it's pretty cool They've got a history, nature stuff, uh, Paul Bunyan's Forest Camp, uh, California's largest uh, North American butterfly house. <laughs> so, I, I don't know, I've never seen, I want to see how big the the largest butterfly house is. Yeah. Yeah, they've got botanical gardens. gardens. There's also Waterworks Park, which is a water park in Redding. Okay. Looks pretty neat.
1: All fun things.
0: All fun things, yeah. Uh, some of the famous people from Redding our uh, Rick Ison, who Ryan has seen on ESPN <laughs> and uh, NFL Network and Fox Sports and other stuff too he's on the radio uh, but if you've watched ESPN back in the 90s you you know who he is um Francesca Eastwood is one of Clint Clint Eastwood's many children children okay. many many children <laughs> he wasn't married to her mom like a lot of his kids uh, you know Clint's a cool, cool actor, but
1: he has a lot of kids. He
0: has a lot of kids by a lot of a lot of people.
1: How many kids does he have?
0: He's never said he does. I don't uh, know if he knows.
1: Okay. Oh. Yeah. Clint.
0: Clint. <laughs> I'm t- <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I kind of went on a little uh, side note when I find out. I like I was like Clint Francesca Eastwood and she lives in Redding. Clint doesn't live in Redding. Mm-hmm. Like where's the tie? So and then I went down that little rabbit hole. Yeah, he's got, he's got some kids and some of them yeah there's some stories there yeah there could be you could do a podcast on clint and his Hmm. his marital and extramarital
1: affairs uh, affairs yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it was uh clint's clint's love life is uh of course he's he's still i think it's still going too oh my gosh (laughs) and he's 90, 90 something now so he's 90 yeah nuh uh. Yeah, for real. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm gonna fact check myself right now. 90 pretty old. Yeah. Let's see.
1: I would think he's like. I mean, he just did a movie a few years ago.
0: He's exactly 90 years old. Oh <laughs> he was wow. born in 1930. All wow. Right. And he's 6'4". 4 four. All right. Let's uh, let's. <laughs> I'm gonna count his kids real quick. That it that it lists. Eight listed.
1: Okay. So, is Francesca listed?
0: Yes. Okay. She is. And she was on the, he had a, there was a little show a couple of years ago.
1: I remember yeah, that. Yeah.
0: And she was on that. So okay. So she's, she's involved in his life. Her, her mom's, uh, her mom's famous too. She's an actress that I recognized. Um, anyway, that's just a little side note, but okay. yeah. But yeah. All right. So yeah, Clint, Clint got around and still getting around evidently. Okay so
1: <laughs> at, 90. at 90 that's amazing yeah and so. his kids are young
0: some of them yeah like he's got one that's that's
1: scott eastwood born in like
0: 54 is that his name yeah scott was born in 86 i just saw all this stuff i don't know this i want to forget this by tomorrow but maybe now now that i talked about it but i think scott was born in 86 he had a couple born in the 80s but he had uh, at least one born in the 50s wow. so man so yeah He's got, yeah, he's got grandkids older than some of his kids, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. I would say, I don't know that for a fact. But sure. all right, well, we got through Clint Eastwood, the little <laughs> Clint Eastwood sidetrack. Uh, Corey Ashbury, the singer, the singer okay. is from Reading. There's a uh, he's a he's a contemporary Christian singer from Reading. Uh, there is a Hills no Hillsong campus there. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Hillsong. There is a there's a big mega church okay. campus there, and I'm pretty sure he was linked to them. Not positive, but yeah, I'm sure he's sang there since they're both there now. You mm-hmm. know, they at least know each other. Okay. <laughs> um, Megan. M- uh, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Rapinoe. Do you know that name?
1: Hmm, that sounds really familiar.
0: Maybe purple hair. Short pixie cut. Maybe not. She's a she is a major league soccer. Oh yeah, okay. Major women's major league soccer player. Okay. World Cup winner. Yeah, there's been a bunch of uh, sports sports people from Reading. Too many to list, but uh, Jason Sehorn was from there. Uh, I recognize that name, and Megan Rapinoe. I I recognized her name. Uh, Raymond Jacobs. Raymond Jacobs. Uh, he was one of the guys that was uh, photographed putting up the flag at Iwo Jima. So,
1: oh, wow. Yeah. so That's uh, cool.
0: That's a, that's a cool piece of history right there. That is cool. Um, speaking of Clint Eastwood. Okay. Did a movie about that. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Flags of Her Fathers. You need to watch that if oh, you haven't seen it. I have it. seen that one. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. See, I brought those two together. <laughs> All right. I didn't think I merged, I it, merged in. it in together. Okay. So, yeah. See that? Uh Sam Butcher uh he created precious moments do you remember those yes yeah back (laughs) in the 80s they were everywhere (laughs) precious moments i'm pretty sure i have a precious moments bible somewhere that somebody some old person gave me i really remember them Uh, my favorite teacher collected them yeah she was my favorite teacher in third grade and my mom was a teacher and taught with her uh so uh i don't know i'd go to her house i've been to her house and she had precious moments everywhere
1: my aunt collected those she had yeah. at least a hundred wow yeah yeah Miss- i wonder if they're Miss- worth anything maybe. now
0: now i don't know wow okay so I just pulled up ebay precious moments are going for forty dollars twenty dollars ten dollars twenty dollars oh 35 so i mean they're not i don't know how much they cost brand new but and that's 2005 cow, 2005 Precious Moments cow. I didn't know they were still around 2005. Mm. Yeah, I'm not too big on figurines and like collecting stuff to <laughs> sit on a He
1: lies. Shelf. He has them everywhere down <laughs> here. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: No. So, uh, some of them, I'm sure there's some that are out there that are maybe some rares. Uh, that one was
1: $40. I don't think we have to hold Get, on to Whoa, Oh,
0: them. whoa, whoa. Found one for a $140. It does make me happy to see those. It's some good memories. They <laughs> remind me of some precious moments from my past. Okay, so uh, going to somebody else. Uh, all right, here's where, what'd you call me, Rick? hmm She called me Rick. <laughs> this is my alter ego when I'm reading. <laughs> reading things about the Ruckle Brothers, who are famous, who are listed in the famous people from Redding, California. They are actually weren't <laughs> from Redding, California. They just died there. They were hung after robbing a stagecoach. It was John and Charles Ruggles. They thought they could make some easy money by robbing that stagecoach. John was a sex addict and an ex-convict, and I don't know why they put that in Wikipedia, but they did. And I don't know how they knew that, but they did. He lost a wife to illness and let his, left his young daughter to live with relatives and he went to live off the land in the Sierra Nevada mountains. See, I was reading this earlier, and when I was reading it, this voice came to mind, and this is how I read the entire thing in my (laughs) mind. So now I'm gonna share my inner inner (laughs) thoughts with you, as cheesy as it may be. Well, they got caught, and one of the brothers got shot, and they got put in jail. And this is, it gets even more interesting. While in jail, the handsome brothers, the handsome, they were good-looking, evidently, (laughs) they were fed and pampered by local ladies who brought flower bouquets, cakes, fruits, and even offers of marriage, which supposedly prompted their speedy hanging by local jealous males. The trial was set for July 28th 1892 but on july 24th a group of masked men entered the jail and took the brothers out to out of their cell they were hanged together from a derrick no one was ever prosecuted for the lynching not even the guys standing next to the bodies in the picture (laughs) just let them go all right so there's rick telling a story about the ruggles brothers I don't know why I did that, but I did it, and y'all had to listen to it, and I thank you. Now I'm going to try to get out of character.
1: What if someone actually really likes that, and you have to stay in that character? For for an entire episode? Yes. For every episode. If you all like this,
0: (laughs) to my wife's chagrin, I will do an entire episode in this voice. Yeah. She said that if Dax Shepherd did this voice, that she'd think it was funny. But not me. <laughs> so, there you go, babe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now back to Redding, California. All right, Shannon. I'm so, back. Jason's back. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of different Rick's things left.
1: going on in Redding. Right. The mountains, the Ruggle Brothers, the <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of stuff. We're going to...
0: I'm gonna segue into There I am. I'm not out of character yet. Rick <laughs> is still in the building. I wanna I'm I might find a book about the Ruggle Brothers. Surely that came from something. Somebody's I wonder if it's even real. What if somebody
1: <laughs> It might not be real.
0: The picture did have well, it could be Photoshop. I'm gonna do some more inst- in investigating. The Ruggle Brothers. Maybe it'll be a mini sode or something we can oh. do i may act out the ruggle brothers
1: <laughs> okay
0: what you got shannon
1: so today we have a murderer a serial murderer by the name of daryl keith rich have you heard of him
0: i have heard of him you have what I do you have. know i don't know was he the i5 murder no he wasn't he was rich. not Mm-mm. i've heard of him pretty sure
1: Okay, well, (laughs) I didn't. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about him since you gave me nothing (laughs) about him. Yeah, just kidding. Okay, so Daryl was known as the Young Elk or the Hilltop Rapist. Okay,
0: Okay. that's it. I've heard of the Hilltop Rapist. Yeah,
1: and he was Native American. I think that's where the Young Elk name came from, but the Hilltop Rapist came from his rendezvous Hmm. that he did. So he was a serial rapist and murderer who ran rampant throughout Reading between June and August 1978. So he was a serial killer and a murderer. I mean, a serial killer and a rapist in the span of three months. That's crazy. Three
0: um,
1: Three months, June to August in 1978. How many people? So there's some... They don't know the exact number. He killed four people at least And there was 18 There was 14 more girls Who came forward That said they'd been raped That he mm. admitted to some of them But he was only tried For the four murders
0: How old a, how old a guy was he?
1: Uh, that's a good question We're gonna look that up Like
0: they know It's just the three months There's nothing else That could have been linked He wasn't like 30 years old I think and he was something No I before. think he
1: was 22 actually okay. I'm pretty sure he was 22 Alright um, Actually I'm pretty positive I I did convince you that. That (laughs) is close (laughs) enough. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go with
0: you. Yeah, you're right, Shannon. That's right.
1: Okay. I'm positive that he was 22. He, Daryl, was adopted and had a difficult relationship with his mother. His mother and father took care of other people's children Hmm. for a living, and Rich became bitter from the attention the other children received from his parents. Now, that's pretty interesting because I feel like this is a pattern of a lot of, Stories that I'm reading about killers.
0: Yeah, that's what my hmm Mm -hmm. was for. He's checking boxes of serial killer. Already. Like the FBI is like, yep, yep. Hit that one, hit that one, Mm -hmm. hit that one. Ding, ding, ding.
1: Yes. When he was 15 years old, Rich's parents got a divorce, and this sent him over the edge to a bad emotional path. He began to show suicidal tendencies. He became violent at school, and his grades suffered. He ended up transferring to a different school to try to help out, but he was suspended several times for ding, ding, fighting. Ding. Mm-hmm. More stuff. He moved in with his father and stepmother stepmother in Southern California, hoping hope. Ugh. Let me read it. He moved in with his father and stepmother in Southern California, hoping for an improvement. That didn't happen. It didn't last long. He ended up getting in more fights at school and suspended. Around 17, Rich and his girlfriend had a minor disagreement. And while hunting, Rich shot himself in the chest on what appeared to be, to everyone else, an attempted suicide. Because he had been hunting before he knew how to hold a gun and do all that right. stuff. And he shot himself in the chest over a minor disagreement at 17.
0: Yeah, not not stable.
1: No. So in the same year, Rich shot at, pol- at a police car. And claimed that he hoped the officer would return to kill him. So, he did this twice. He shot at police twice, hoping that they would shoot back at him. They never did. Suicide by cop. Yes. So, after a psychiatric evaluation, it was deemed that Rich was suicidal and needed treatment. He did not follow through with any of the therapy, though. And at 18, Rich, in a drunken state, repeatedly rammed into a vehicle with his mother's car. He was sentenced to a county jail camp where he received therapy. The probation officer stated that Rich had a short temper, especially when drinking. Otherwise, he was responsible and friendly. <laughs> Can't be that responsible. Yeah, so, family. as I was reading through there, he it seemed he went through a very dark path where he drank a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. Every day, drinking. And he was he was very young. So, at 19, he attacked his friend while drinking with a tire iron. Mm. When he heard police approaching, he smashed his fist through fist through the windshield of his friend's car. He was arrested and sentenced to the California Youth Authority while oh, whoa, 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 Okay. Whoa. Youth, and he's 19. Oh, I'm sorry. hmm Is that what you're whoa, whoa, whoa in? No, okay. okay. What was
0: the fist through the windshield? He,
1: yeah, he just smashed his he fist the through the windshield. He saw the cops coming,
0: so he just hit the yeah, windshield.
1: Yeah, he just wanted to get this attention. Oh, okay. Yeah. He okay,
0: just seemed real... Well, it's all weird. But yeah. But that just sounded... He was attacking his friend with a tire iron, and just, hey, there's the cops. Boom, fist to the windshield. Yeah. That's not easy to do either. He had some
1: issues, yeah. He had a lot of issues. So while in custody, Rich learned he got his girlfriend pregnant, so when he got out, they got married. He was accused of hitting his wife several times, and they ended up divorcing in 1977. Rich had met another woman by the name of Darlene. They were on and off for a year, She said that he would provoke fights to get himself... Wait. Darlene said that Rich would provoke fights to give himself an excuse to leave the house. She told authorities later that Rich said he was glad she would not be around when all this stuff comes out. When she finally left him for the last time, he told her that if he had met her earlier, that, quote, none of this stuff would have ever happened. So, apparently, he had already... Maybe he was already doing right something.
0: And his wife knew about it.
1: Y- yes. Well, right. girlfriend. Okay. That was a girlfriend. Right. So, Rich's first murder victim was Annette Faye Edwards, who was 19 at the time when Rich found her walking to the firework stand near her home. Rich beat her with a rock after attempting to have sex with her. She died from multiple head injuries. The second victim was Patricia Ann Moore, 17. Rich drove her to a remote area where he raped and beat her with a rock until she laid mo- motionless. Now, other things that I've read said that he would park his car. There was a fair close by, and he would park his car there, and he that's where he found most of his victims. They were walking from there or around that area, and he would follow them.
0: Right. Lots of people. Mm-hmm. It's after dark. Yeah. Crowded, crowded. There's lots of noise. Yeah. There's lots of crazy things going on. Yes. People's guards down.
1: His third victim, Linda Salvik, who was only 26, rode with Rich to his house where he repeatedly raped her and then drove her to a remote area and shot her. Just before killing her, though, he showed her his previous victim, Patricia Moore's dead body. So he showed her where he dumped her body, which he dumped her body uh, near, like, a a landfill. Mm -hmm. And so she had to say that so i'm sure that was scary for yeah. her right before she died
0: how and did he did he tell this is this is what he told the police oh, okay. yes
1: right. <clears throat> so and his final oh go ahead
0: i was thinking that was going to be your survive story
1: right. no unfortunately okay. not the final victim annette lynn selick age 11 was walking home from the grocery store when rich drove by and kidnapped her taking her to his house, just like Linda, where he committed violent acts of rape, sodomy, and oral. He then drove Annette to John Creek's Bridge, where he threw her off 105 feet to the rocks below. So what's interesting about that is he knew of this little girl because his, her mother had employed him, so he knew the family and knew, knew of her. Right. The autopsy report for Annette determined that she was alive at the time that he threw her off the bridge and she survived for a time after landing on the rocks so on august 20th 1978 rich had a conversation with a friend telling him that he discovered a a dead body the friend turned him into authorities who began to question question rich police gave rich a polygraph test which he failed And several days later, Rich began telling friends and acquaintances that he, in fact, received $7,000 for killing one of the women. Hmm. Those friends came forward, and this led to Rich's arrest. Upon questioning, Rich said the other women were just at the wrong place at the wrong time.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: So the Hilltop Rapist was convicted of four counts of first-degree murder in August of 1981. Rich was executed by the state of California 22 years after the four murders took place He was the first Native American To be put to death in California Since the reinstatement of the death penalty in 1977 So those victims saw justice And those 14 other women Who had been raped by him And the family of the four girls Who were murdered were all there Hmm. attending his execution.
0: Hmm. That's awful. I'm glad that he did get justice. The justice was served. Um, that's still tough on the families. I'm glad. I uh, hope you guys are doing good um, and doing the best you can after that. I'm glad that you all had some closure to that. All right. Um had a <laughs> crazy podcast today. We do thank y'all for listening again. Hopefully y'all made it through this and didn't stop when Rick came out to talk. Uh, if you didn't, well, I do appreciate it. And uh, stick around for, uh, you know, y'all can vote. Go to Instagram and, you know, for this episode and be like, yeah, I'll put, I'll put a poll up in the in our stories. <laughs> Should Rick come back or not? Y'all let us know and uh, and we'll see what happens. Uh, if you hated it, let me know. And I won't ever do it again. That's uh, probably a lie. He's probably gonna come <laughs> back whether you like it or not. <laughs> All right. Uh so like I said earlier, go to visitreading dot com and check out what they have there. Uh it is a pretty cool town. There's a lot to see there, lots to do. And uh Northern California is just beautiful. Uh, so there you go. This is uh, our fifth fifth one down, Shannon. Got anything to add? No? Nope. nope. I don't
1: think I do. All right. Episode 6, where are we going?
0: Let's throw the dart. Episode 6, throw the dart. The dart's right there. It's your turn. Ooh, okay. So, Shannon threw the dart. She, first first (laughs) try was in the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) The second try was barely, barely in in the United States. (laughs) What did you hit?
1: I hit Hilton Head, South Carolina.
0: Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, right. So, right on the beach, like barely. In the United States. <laughs> so that was a pretty cool throw. Um so look listen next week yes. we'll have we'll have Hilton Head Island. It's a if you don't know if you're from the west coast and haven't ever heard haven't have not ever heard of Hilton Head, it's a pretty pretty popular um vacation spot vacation spot. spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My in laws are talking about going sometime soon. Oh, yeah.
1: We can have them listen so they can be educated and scared. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It's just,
0: uh, it's close to uh, Savannah, Georgia, uh, just north of there, uh, which is where Forrest Gump uh, was sitting on the park bench. So, already, we've already got some history. There you go. So, (laughs) Savannah, that's, you know, everybody knows Forrest Gump. So, that's where the park bench was where he was eating his box of chocolates. (laughs) So, just, uh, we're pretty close to there. I'm sure uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company went right by. Hilton Head Island. Probably. All right. So there you go, folks. Uh, Come back next week for episode six.
1: Okay. Make sure you check us out at yourtowncrimepod.com at our website. You can also email us about any previous episodes we've done. We would love to hear any stories or facts or fun stuff from your town at yourtowncrimepod at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Insta. Some of you may call it Instagram <laughs> at Your Town Pod. Your Town Crime Pod. Your,
0: your Town Crime Pod.
1: You can also check us out on Facebook on the same handle. Okay, well, I think traditionally it we end it with bye.
0: Are we really? No, we're not <laughs> doing that. We're stealing that. We're stolen. <laughs> stolen. Podcast I mean, Valor. you
1: can't. Still, the word bye,
0: yeah, but it's kind of their trade bye.
1: I do that all the time, yeah.
0: Might as well say, <laughs> "Obviously, you want a cracker or a cookie. <laughs> 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 right.
1: Okay, see you next week. See you next week. Bye.
0: <laughs>